Hello and welcome to the June 13th episode of 10. My name is Garrison and I'll be your host today. Today I will report to you on some of the most interesting news from around the world, such as the announcement of the PlayStation 5, the New York City Police Department's funding being cut by $1 billion, a 20% decline in the United Kingdom's GDP, and much more. In her first story of the day, a young woman whose lungs were destroyed beyond repair by the novel coronavirus received a new set of lungs at Chicago's Northwestern Memorial Hospital last week. It's reportedly the first time a COVID-19 patient in the U.S. has undergone a double lung transplant. Dr. Ankit Barad, who performed the surgery, said that the woman, who is in her mid-20s and has had no serious underlying medical conditions prior to contracting COVID-19, had some of the most damaged lungs he'd ever seen. The virus had left her lungs full of holes and completely plastered the tissue around them, the heart, the chest wall, and the diaphragm. Without the transplant, the woman, who spent almost two months on a ventilator and a heart-lung machine before the surgery, would have died, Dr. Barat said. Barat said the 10-hour operation, which took place last Friday, was more challenging and took longer than usual because of how damaged the woman's lungs were. Still, the transplant was a success, he said, and the patient, though still on a ventilator, was recovering well. Doctors have hailed the lung transplant as an important development in the fight against COVID-19. Though not a suitable treatment option for all patients, lung transplants could be an option for some, particularly younger patients with minimal underlying health conditions who sustain irreversible lung damage because of the virus. In tech news, at its future gaming event Thursday, Sony gave viewers a look at the new PlayStation 5 console. The company showed off the upcoming PS5 at the end of the event next to the new DualSense controller that was debuted back in April. Sony also displayed a suite of gear like an HD camera, controller charging station media remote, and Pulse 3D wireless headset. It's unclear at this time if the gear is bundled or optional to add. The new PS5, which was also pictured on its side, is a futuristic white with black finish and blue highlights. The next-gen console will have two versions, a standard model with a Blu-ray drive and a slimmer digital edition machine that's diskless. It relies entirely on downloads and streaming. Though prices and release dates weren't yet given, Sony CEO Jim Ryan said the company planned to launch the console later this year. In news surrounding the death of George Floyd, the Minneapolis City Council on Friday unanimously passed a resolution to replace the city's police department with a community-led public safety system. The move comes days after a veto-proof majority of the council voted to disband the police department after the country erupted in protest over the killing of George Floyd. The Minneapolis vote was cast as New York City Council pushed to cut $1 billion from the NYPD's budget. The gigantic cut to the Big Apple's police department's $6 billion annual budget could see a reduction in the size of the force from 36000 to 33000 while removing functions like school safety and homeless outreach from the police. In Minneapolis, the council voted for the community-led replacement Friday as members felt that the police department, as it stands, is past reform. According to the resolution, the city council will now begin a year-long process in engaging with every willing community member in Minneapolis to come up with a new public safety model. It added that the process would center on, quote, the voices of black people, American Indian people, people of color, immigrants, victims of harm, and other stakeholders who have been historically marginalized or underserved by our present system, end quote. In international news, the UK posted the biggest monthly fall in GDP on record in April.
According to the Office for National Statistics, GDP by, fell by 20.4% compared to the previous month, a sharper contraction than the 18.4% expected by analysts. This represented a 24.5% decline from April 2019, as lockdowns necessitated by the coronavirus pandemic hammered economic activity. Britain entered a lockdown on March 23rd in a bid to curtail the spread of the coronavirus pandemic, but has confirmed 292,860 infections as of Friday morning, according to John Hopkins University data. Some measures began to be eased in May, but the vast majority of the UK economy was hindered throughout April. In entertainment news, as pushes for police reform continue, television programs that show officers, even in a good light, are being cancelled. Since George, George Floyd's death, Paramount Network has canceled cops and A&E has canceled Live PD. Now, social media exchanges show backlash against cartoon depictions of law enforcement. Paw Patrol, which airs on Nickelodeon and other networks, follows a group of heroic pups as they complete their rescue mission. One of these characters is Chase, a German Shepherd police dog. Now, many on social media are calling for the show to cancel the character of Marshall, a police dog. The show has not made any definite plans about its future, but it did pause all showings of the TV show until June 7th to show solidarity with the Black Lives Movement. In other news, Google and the National Football League have joined a growing list of U.S. private sector organizations choosing to commemorate June 19th, the date marking the emancipation of the last remaining slaves at the end of the U.S. Civil War. Google, a unit of Alphabet Incorporated, has instructed employers, employees to cancel unnecessary meetings on Juneteenth, according to a staff memo. Meanwhile, the NFL has decided to recognize the date as a league holiday and will close the league office. The date is celebrated as African Americans Independence Day, and this year marks the 155th anniversary of the end of slavery in the United States in 1865. Google and the NFL are the latest high-profile names for, from the private sector to recognize Juneteenth, amid a nationwide over racism in the United States sparked by the death of George Floyd. Other companies include Nike, Vox Media, The New York Times, and several tech sector heavyweights such as Twitter. In outer space news, NASA has a new head of human spaceflight, a hugely important role to fill as the space agency returns astronauts' launches to U.S. soil and works towards landing the humans on the moon for the first time in five decades. Kathy Luders, who has spent 28 years at NASA, will lead the agency's Human Exploration and Operations Mission Direct Directorate, NASA announced Friday. She will be the first woman ever to fill the role. NASA's previous chief of human spaceflight, Doug Lavero, abruptly resigned from the space agency last month, citing a mistake he had made earlier this year. It was previously reported that Lavero's departure was related to contracts that were awarded for the development of lunar la landers or vehicles that can carry astronauts to the moon's surface, according to a source familiar with the matter. Luder's appointment comes after she spent seven years leading NASA's commercial crew program, a first-of-its-kind effort in which NASA asked the private sector to develop spacecraft capable of carrying astronauts to and from the International Space Station. Luder's leadership of that program culminated in the historic success of SpaceX Demo-2 launch last month which carried NASA astronauts Bob Behnken and Doug Hurley to the space station. It marked the first time humans have traveled into orbit from U.S. soil since NASA's space shuttle program ended in 2011. And in our final story of the day, 
When Dr. Li Wenling died of COVID-19 several weeks after the Chinese whistleblower tried to warn the world about the coronavirus, his family was expecting to grow in the coming months. Now his widow has welcomed their second child, a boy, to the world without him. Friday's bittersweet moment comes after four months after the death of the ophthalmologist, who had warned friends and former classmates about the novel coronavirus he'd seen sweeping through the city of Wuhan around the turn of the new year. For his efforts, Lee received a reprimand from local authorities in January for, quote, publishing falsehoods, end quote. Not long afterward, Lee contracted the virus and died from compl complications connected with the COVID-19 in early February. His death took its toll on the family he left behind. His widow said that she was overwhelmed with grief and had to be hospitalized for a spell as well. It also st stirred mourning and outrage among observers everywhere elsewhere in China and well beyond its borders. The anger was so widespread that in March, Chinese authorities took the rare step of apologizing to his family and formally dropping their reprimand after completing an investigation into the official response. Thousands of WeChat users offered their congratulations to his widow on Friday, passing along words of comfort and celebration in comments on her announcement. That's all for today's episode of 10. Thank you for listening and have a great day.